Are you ready? You are about to enter the Power On Boost podcast, where we facilitate the awakening of your personal power by providing powerful content that will inspire you, motivate you, and help you realize you are enough. Come join your host, Adrian Wesley, and let him show you how you can turn your power on and be alive to thrive. Good morning, everybody. My name is Adrian Wesley. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, a human optimization coach, and I'm also the co-founder of the Power On Movement, and I am soon to be an online educator. Woo! It is another amazing day alive to thrive. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about fasting and some fat loss tips. Super exciting topic. If any of you are new, the Power On Movement is facilitating the awakening of personal power worldwide. We have clients all over the world, every, almost every country you can think of tune in to watch our content, super exciting. We've been around since last year in March and we've organically grown to 7,500 people. We were up to 10,000 people, but Facebook stripped us of about 2,000 members because of some algorithm. So I normally start off this by uh, talking about a mindset challenge. So your mind is always listening to you. Your mind is taking orders from you and your mind is creating what you tell it. And when I went to hypnotherapy school and I learned this, my whole life changed. I was like, holy fuck, you're telling me I've been a ruminator and I've been a worrier all my life and I've been focusing on all the bad things happening and my mind has been listening and been helping me create those bad things. So not cool. I highly recommend you get good at changing the conversations you have with yourself. The quality of your life is always going to be based on the conversations you're having with yourself. So if you notice weak negative thoughts, switch them to the powerful positive opposite. Now, the other thing that you can do is in your subconscious mind, your conscious mind is 5%, your subconscious mind is 95%. And within your subconscious mind are your beliefs. And these beliefs are basically like the programs in the supercomputer. Now, there are two main ways that you can reprogram beliefs in your subconscious mind. One of them is with a hypnotherapist like myself in trance. And I program you with that information and then create a hypnosis audio and you can program yourself. And another way to reprogram, oh, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. That's the first time this has ever happened on the Power on Boost passed it passed it left Whew. thought you guys were gonna hear me sneeze i sneeze fucking loud it's like a jet but it didn't happen so we're okay anyway back to reprogramming the subconscious mind you can pay and hire a hypnotherapist to help you do it or you can do it yourself and i suggest you need to do both and when you're doing it yourself i call it active programming so what is a belief a belief is that you think a belief is a thought that you think habitually so that means that if you think the same thought over and over, it will dump down into your subconscious mind and it will become a belief. So what does that mean? That means every day you repeat to yourself certain phrases and statements and they will become beliefs over time. So because we're about the one-year mark and because we invited about 100, over 100 people into the group this week and because a lot of those people will be watching this, I'm going to start off with the mindset challenge that we did when we started this whole group. And that is, I am enough. 
So what you want to do is you want to repeat to yourself every day for 30 days as much as you can, I am enough. And you want to put it on posties, on your mirror. You want to put it on your door, on your fridge. This is the leading cause of almost all suffering in the developed world. The core cause is that you don't feel you are enough. And that is how the branding and the marketers have all got you to spend money. And the school system creates that faulty belief inside of you. So you repeat to yourself, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, because you are all more than enough. And all you need to do is remember who you truly are and remember that you have everything you need inside of you to manifest whatever you want into your life. You don't need anybody else. You don't need anything external. You don't need to to gain anything. You have everything you need inside of you, and you are more than enough. And a lot of us never had anybody ever fucking tell us that. So the only person that's really going to change that belief for yourself is you. So again, I am enough mindset challenge for 30 days that not only benefits other people that watch this, but it benefits yourself because every time you type it out, you're coding your mind with another program to change the faulty belief. You are more than enough. So today, today I'm going to talk about intermittent fasting and some fat loss tips. Now, intermittent fasting changed my life. It's absolutely fucking incredible. I need to tell you first to start how I used to eat. Well, I used to be 20 years old. I was a football player, and I weighed about 245 pounds, and right now I weigh about 207 pounds, super lean. And I used to eat, when I used to go to Subway, I don't know if you guys know Mr. Sub or Subway, those 12-foot subs, I used to eat two of those in one sitting with a liter of milk. Absolutely fucking disgusting. I used to just stuff myself. I could sit down at Pizza Hut and eat a whole extra large pizza, 12 slices of pizza. And looking back on this now, I am horrified because I was not loving myself. I was horribly punishing myself. I used to be bloated. I used to have a lot of water retention, and I used to have major constipation issues. And anytime I did go to the bathroom, I would always plug the toilet. So it's nasty if you think about how I was treating myself. But I I have to give you this background to let you know where I've come from and the different things I've experimented with. So I've had some background in overeating, let's just say. I've always been bodybuilding since I was 20. I've always been weightlifting and building muscles. So diet and food and nutrition has always been a part of my life. I've also been studying human optimization since my psychology degree in university. So obviously nutrition is a big part of that. Fast forward to... 40 years old, I started competing in men's physique. I went bankrupt. I was broke. I was jobless. I had to try and capitalize on all the strengths that I had. And one of them was my physique and the fact that I liked working out. So I started training in the gym and I had a goal to go to, uh, to compete and get sponsored. So I got really heavily into the, the, the men's physique, uh, bodybuilding type eating. So five, six meals a day, high protein, experimenting with lower carbs before competitions. I went to nationals, masters, nationals, men's physique and got fifth. Made me feel really good to to see where I could take my body. I'm glad I've got some cool pictures, but I don't recommend that industry to anybody. It's it's completely fucked up. And the drugs and the the, the food in the fitness industry and the bodybuilding industry is 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 absurd. It's not fitness. It's not healthy. And I'm very outspoken about that now because it's uh, it's a tragedy what's going on and 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 what people think is uh, is healthy. And then uh, you know I, I'm just absolutely sick and tired. And I, I'm very vocal on this, and I'm going to offend some people, and that's okay. But 
I'm just really tired of all the women and men with their shirts off and their ass in the air on pictures on Instagram saying, learn how to love yourself. Well, that's not learning how to love yourself by showing your naked body on the internet. Learning to love yourself is a whole bunch of other stuff. And it's not about just needing other people to confirm that you look amazing. And that's what I was doing. And that's okay. I don't judge. I was divorced. I was single and I was posting pics on Instagram. I was a sponsored athlete. I got attention. It made me feel good. Let's all be realistic about what this really, that industry really, really is about. Because what happens in that industry is that the week before you go on stage to compete, you lower your carbs and you dehydrate and you step on stage and you've been dehydrated. You suck all the water out of you. So your skin and your muscles are tight and hard and you have no carbs in your system. And then afterwards, you see all these competitors posting pictures, eating fucking a tray of donuts and chocolates. And it's horrible on the body. It is horrible on the body. And I can't tell you how many women I know that competed in that industry and now have major problems with their thyroid and weight gain. So I, I don't recommend that type of eating either. Do not eat five to six meals a day. It's really, really hard on your digestive system. And it's really, really hard on your body. So that's a little bit of background to where I've come from with eating. After I did the high-protein diet for competition, I had an ethical awakening and, and felt horrible for the animals. And so I went vegan for two years. So I've tried the vegan diet for two years. And then after about two years, I just felt like my body was craving, craving protein. So I started eating animal protein again. I don't eat a lot of red meat, but I eat majority fish and chicken now. I've also tried the keto diet. And I've done intermittent fasting. What I can tell you is that intermittent fasting will change your life. If you have anxiety and depression, intermittent fasting is highly recommended. Here's what's happening, everybody. The majority of people in the developed world are eating too much, so their portion size is too big, eating too often, too many meals a day, eating too late in the day, and eating the larger meal in the wrong order. So most people come home at night and have the biggest meal and then sit on the couch and relax. And I'm going to, I'm going to get to that point in a second. But if you go look on the internet about intermittent fasting and you go look up some of these older dudes, some of these 80 year olds that eat one meal a day or two meals a day, they look like they're fucking 50. So here's what happens is that if you intermittent fasting, and I'm no way a specialist like Dr. Nick Jensen is on fasting, I'm giving you a higher level view of this, and then you need to go research this yourself and look into this yourself and make your own decisions up. But since I started intermittent fasting, I honestly can say my life has changed because my, my stomach is no longer bloated, and that has to do with changing how I eat as well, but my stomach is no longer bloated, my intestines are no longer bloated. And here's the rub, everybody, 80 to 90% of your feel-good neurotransmitters, serotonin, are being produced in your gut. So if you have a bloated stomach, if you eat too much and stretch your stomach, if you have leaky gut, if you eat processed foods, you are affecting the feel-good neurotransmitters that are going to determine the quality of your decisions and your happiness in your life. I will repeat this. Many, many people are suffering from depression because of how they are eating. It is a massive issue. And when you go to the doctor and you get an antidepressant, the doctor never asks you what you're eating and never asks you how you sleep. It's a tragedy. So you need to start with your food, everybody. The majority of people are using food for an emotional drug. 
They are going towards food like anybody else would go to cocaine or heroin or weed or anything else to get an emotional kick from it. And the food these days is so loaded with salt and sugar, especially sugar. Processed food is super loaded with sugar. A lot of it is. So anyway, back to intermittent fasting. Basically, what's happening is is that if you're digesting food all day, you're stressing out your organs. They're never getting a chance to rest because all of your organs, are most a, a good majority of your organs, your kidneys, your liver, they're all in your stomach and your digestive system and your heart. They're all involved in digesting food. And if you are digesting food for all the time that you are awake, you are denying your body the wonderful energy it needs to do all of the other wonderful things it does. The biggest tip I can give to you right now to change your life is do not eat four hours before bed. And if you want to experiment with intermittent fasting, I highly recommend that you start here. Don't get too complicated. Don't go too severe right away. But do not eat four hours before bed. Here's why. It takes approximately four hours to move food through your digestive system. So what happens is most people in the developed world, because we've been programmed by a fucked up system that's not working, and that's a thin little thing I'm going to add right here, right now, and I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent. 88% of people in North America hate their fucking job. There is a negative savings rate in North America now. Everybody's living check to check and no one's saving any money and everybody's in debt. That's not abundance in my opinion. Antidepressant prescription rates around the world are fucking skyrocketing. Type 2 diabetes, which is lifestyle created and personal choice food created, is skyrocketing. And the implications of that in terms of cardiac disease, obesity, and everything else that comes with it is fucking huge. Anxiety is the number one mental disorder in North America now. A massive majority of our teenagers are killing themselves in the developed world. My message to you, everybody, is normal's not working. The program and everything that we've been living and our parents have been living for the last 100 years is fucking broken. It's all about capitalism. It's all about making money, and it's not looking out for your health. So you have to find your information elsewhere, and if you want to thrive, you're going to have to do something different than the masses. So one big thing that goes on in our society that comes from programming from media and school and everything is that you eat a big fucking meal at dinner. It's the stupidest, stupidest thing you can do for your health because you're not active normally in the evening. And as I said, it takes approximately four hours to move food through your digestive system. So what ends up happening is you eat late at night. And then that food gets stuck in your digestive system. And then your digestive system starts to slow down when you go to sleep. So they go, you move from the fucking TV at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. You move from, or maybe you're already sitting in front of the TV, but you move from the table to the TV and you sit in your couch in your recliner. And then you fall asleep and and then you move from there, you half asleep and then you go to bed. So what ends up happening is that while you are sleeping, your body is struggling to deal with this food in the digestive system because it's already slowed down its digestive system. And then your body has to use the majority of its energy and blood to fucking deal with the digestion. And that denies your body the ability to detoxify, to regenerate, to reproduce neurotransmitters and hormones like growth hormone and testosterone and serotonin and dopamine, it's all going to affect how your body produces all of that wonderful stuff that you need to fucking thrive. So 
What ends up happening is that you wake up in the morning sleep deprived and your body is stressed and then it's a feedback loop. And when you don't have high serotonin, when you don't have enough serotonin and you're stressed, you crave sugars. So then you go crave sugars and eat shitty food and then you go to bed, you do it all over again. And I have this message to women, if you really, really want to stay wrinkle-free and stay looking young, don't eat four hours before bed because if you eat a big meal and go to sleep, your body is not going to have the energy it needs to fucking regenerate your skin. It's not going to be able to do all the magic it can do. Trust me, I say this loud and clear. It's the number one thing I get my clients to sort out and deal with other than stop drinking alcohol is do not drink four hours before bed. Get this. Sumo wrestlers to get fat will eat and then nap. So if you're eating and then you're slowly going to sleep afterwards, you're doing the sumo diet. So just remember that if you're trying to lose weight. It's fucking crazy. Do not eat four hours before bed. If you're interested in trying intermittent fasting, I would not eat four hours before bed to start. I used to suffer from depression. And I can tell you there's a marked difference in how I felt in my mood the next day if I didn't eat four or five hours before bed, but if I ate high sugar and high carbs and all this shit at like eight o'clock and went to bed at 10, 30 or 11, I'd wake up in the morning feeling kind of low grade depressed and depression and feeling low grade was such a normal part of my subconscious mind for a long time that when I changed all of those faulty beliefs in hypnotherapy school, it took me about a year to weed that habit out of me because my body and my mind were trying to bring me back to that depressed low-grade state by sabotaging me, by making me eat late at night. Again, if you're suffering from anxiety or depression or you know somebody that's depressed, tell them right away, don't eat four or five hours before bed. Go to bed on a fasted stomach. Now, this has massive implications for fat loss, which I'll tell you about in a sec as well. So intermittent fasting. The general normal intermittent fasting is a 16-hour fasting window and an eight-hour eating window. So the ideal eating window that I suggest is about, if you go to bed at 10 o'clock at night, which I think you should, is 9.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. That's where you should be eating, and you should have no more than three meals. So that means that you're not, if you're snacking, that's a meal. You should not be engaging your digestive system more than three times in a day. And Dr. Nick Jensen can fill in some of the gaps on why that's important. You are overusing your digestive system and you are denying your body the wonderful fucking energy it needs to do all sorts of stuff to keep you young and vibrant. We have been programmed to eat too much by the food companies. We have been programmed to eat like this because they make money when we eat more food. We do not need to be eating as much as we are. So 16-hour fasting window, 8-hour eating window. So you have three meals in between 9.30 and 5.30 p.m. And after 5.30 p.m., you only have water or tea. That's it. Then I suggest once you've got that down pat and you're comfortable with that, I suggest you do a 24-hour fast once a week. So start off by doing four hours before bed, no eating. Then I suggest you move to an eight-hour eating window, three meals a day. And then I suggest you incorporate one day a week where you do a 24-hour fast. Now, I suggest you do this 24-hour fast by starting in the morning. So let's say on Sunday morning, you don't eat. Well, actually, you probably want to do a little bit more than a 24-hour fast because you don't want to be breaking your fast at night. So when I started, what I did is I'd have my meal at 6. Uh, what you could do is you could have a meal at 12 o'clock on Saturday, and that's your last meal. 
And then on 12 o'clock on Sunday, you have your next meal. Because what a lot of people do is they'll stop eating at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night and fast for 24 hours and then have their next meal after the fast at 6 o'clock or 7 o'clock at night the next day. And that's not good. That's not good on your body. So if you're going to do a 24-hour fast, do something like I just said. 12 o'clock, have your last meal, 12 p.m. on Saturday, for example. And then on Sunday, have another meal at 12 o'clock. And you're going to see some incredible things. I'm 45 years old, and part of the reason I think I look the way I look and vibrant and energetically the way I do is partly because of intermittent fasting, and I'm not always eating. Now, then you want to try doing a 48-hour fast, and then a three-day fast, and a four-day fast, and you want to work your way up to a five-day fast. But if you want a regular routine, I would be doing a 16-hour fasting window, an eight-hour eating window for six days of the week, and I would be doing a 24-hour fast for one day of the week. And when you are fasting, you are drinking herbal tea and drinking water. Now, I did a five-day fast. I do a five-day fast probably every three months. I did a five-day fast back in Vancouver, and on day five or four or five, I hit ketosis, and I can tell you right now, it was the most blissful, calm place I've ever been. If you have massive anxiety, I'd highly recommend you check out the keto diet. I haven't been as strict on following the keto diet since I got to Thailand, but since I've been in Thailand, I eat within a six-hour eating window. And I have two meals a day, and sometimes I have one meal a day. Yesterday, I had one meal a day with some fruit. So I've been maintaining my weight at 207 pounds. I've still got the same muscle on me, so it's a big message to all of you. We've been lied to about how much protein and how much food we need. Again, ideally, I'd say you get to a six-hour eating window, and you only have two meals a day. You're going to live longer. You're going to allow your body to regenerate itself and detoxify and produce all of the feel-good hormones that you need to feel good. Again, just to review, people are eating too much in one sitting, so you need to eat less when you're eating. Your stomach is about this big, and that looks bigger than it is, but your stomach is, the, they say your stomach is the size of your fist. So just imagine how much food you're eating and how stretched your stomach is. That's not loving yourself. That's fucking horribly hating yourself and harming your stomach. I used to stretch my stomach significantly, and then the next day I'd wake up and it was all bloated and stretched. And That's not being nice to yourself. Imagine taking your skin and stretching it. That's harming yourself. You're eating too often. You're eating too many meals a day. You're eating too late in the day. And you're having your biggest meal at night, which is not the right thing to be doing. So to finish off with some fat loss tips, before I get to the fat loss tips, go look at some of the older people that have done intermittent fasting for a long time. They look like they're 30 years younger. And I don't know about you guys, I'm 45 years old. And one, that's part of the reason why I'm so fucking into human optimization is because I'm going to do everything I can to remain as young as I can for as long as I can. For example, when you don't train your muscles, they atrophy. And when you train your muscles, they grow. So that means you are responsible for how fast your body is aging. That is super empowering. So if all of you are listening to me right now and you have flabby arms and you have flabby legs, that's okay. But take this information and change your fucking life and start doing bodyweight exercises because there's no excuses. You can drop down and do push-ups. You can do dips on a chair. You can do all sorts of stuff at home to start tightening up those muscles. And if you do resistance training, 
those muscles are going to start growing. And guess what happens? That growth in your muscles affects the growth in your mind and your mental state because you are growing instead of dying. That's a little uh, tangent, but again, it's very, very important to understand you are responsible for how fast you are aging. And I don't know about you guys, but life is fucking incredible. And I told you I suffered for 25 years from generalized anxiety, PTSD. I've been bankrupt. I've been house arrest for growing pot in my basement. I've been divorced. I've been fucking depressed. Life has been tough, but life is amazing. I'm alive and I want to be on this planet for as long as I can. So I have three messages for you if you want to extend your life. One of them is de-stress. Simplify. Do not exchange making money in a big house in a fucking car uh, for your health. Number two is start doing resistance training and start training your muscles. Number three is start doing intermittent fasting and eat smaller meals and get down to eating two meals a day and you'll live a long life and don't eat four hours before bed. Some fat loss tips for all of you. I used to be a certified personal trainer and I specialized in fat loss and it didn't last long because I realized that if you don't change the faulty beliefs in someone's mind, you can lead a very thirsty, dehydrated horse to the water and they won't drink the water if they have a subconscious belief that they're not worthy of drinking the water. So that's why I stopped being a personal trainer and I went to being a hypnotherapist because I'd work with so many clients and tell them what they need to do and they wouldn't do it because they had faulty beliefs blocking them from doing this. So I had to go to the source of the problem. But some quick fat loss tips. If you want to lose weight, quickly and if you want to get on with this and not have it too complicated do not eat four hours before bed that's the starting point stay hydrated drink lots of water drink water half an hour before you eat that's another thing drink half an hour before you eat it helps with digestion do not fucking drink water while you are eating I'm telling you right now, if you study human optimization and you start looking at how everybody is living their life in the capitalist developed world, all of it, almost all of it is fucking backwards. When you drink water while you eat, you wash down your enzymes and make it harder for your body to digest that food. So you're not supposed to be drinking while we eat. And why do we do that? Well, because restaurants fucking make money when you're sipping on their pops and their, and their wines when you're eating their meals. But we're not supposed to be drinking when we eat. Anyway, back to fat loss. Don't eat four hours before bed. If you eat before you go to sleep or lay on the couch, you're doing the sumo diet. So how many people are out there on the treadmill every day sweating their fucking ass off for an hour and then going home and eating like this and wondering why the weight's not coming off? You can burn fat while you sleep, everybody. In your sleep, if you go to bed on a fasted state and you don't have glucose in your blood system, you are using the fat oxidative, the fat oxidative system for energy, which means that you are burning fat while you sleep. You will burn fat while you sleep, and sometimes you will burn the most fat while you sleep if you go to bed on a fasted state. You want to cut out all processed sugars, and you want to cut out all dry carbs. One of the one of the surgeries that's on the rise right now in the developed world is bowel. They take the bowel apart because people's bowels are getting clogged. So they have to cut out a section of the bowel and then reattach it. Well, a lot of that, in my opinion, is because of these fucking donuts and breads and all of these dry carbs. You have to understand that your body already has to use your kidneys to hydrate your digestive system. Well, if you're drinking water, if you're eating food and bread, you add extra water to that to hydrate it, to digest. So you want to stop eating dry carbs. You also want to, as I said, cut out all sugars. 
you can't drink juice and all of that stuff. You have to stop drinking your calories. So again, don't eat four hours before bed. Stop eating dry carbs, bread, donuts, all of that shit. Stop drinking calorie drinks. So do not drink your calories. Just drink water. And I would only eat fruit in the morning so that your body has a chance to digest it for the rest of the day. But I would eat lower carb. I would eat lots of veggies, lots of good fats, MCT oil, coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil. That's my story for you today, everybody. Super excited to be here. And the industry is is sending a wrong message to people. That's not fitness. That's not loving yourself in terms of what's going on in in that industry. So test out intermittent fasting, stop eating so much, and you'll create a magical life for yourself. To finish off, everybody, and I say this every single time, you have one life and you have one chance. You are super, super powerful. You have everything you need inside of you to manifest whatever you want in your life, but you have to come home to yourself. You have to learn to love yourself unconditionally, and you have to learn to do the things that turn your power on. And that means that you have to change how you were living every day and start doing the daily rituals that actually love yourself. And one of those things is intermittent fasting and not eating so much and eating less and not going to bed on a full stomach. Love you guys lots. Power on. Turn your power on. Have an amazing day or an amazing evening. Choose to have the best day of your life. Choose to have the best sleep of your life. And I'll see you next week at the same time with some more information. I'm super excited to be back on a regular go-live schedule. Power on, everybody. Super power on. Yeah, super power on. Love you guys. It's an amazing opportunity to be alive. Even if you're going through struggles, anything you're going through is going to propel you to become the greatest version of yourself. Never give up. Know that you are loved, and I'm sending it to you and all the positive energy from Thailand. Love you guys. Power on. Have an amazing day. You just finished another episode of the Power On Boost podcast with your host, Adrian Wesley. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and tune in next time. Power On!